Welcome to the podcast, the NNA podcast with Aaron and Noah. Talking today about what everybody's talking about all over the place forever. Yeah. The Tiger King. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> COVID-19, pretty similar deal. A lot of dead people, crazy things happening that we're not used to. So it's pretty similar to the Tiger King. Uh, one of the things that we were talking about earlier before we just jumped on here was just the confusion about the level of what's going on, what you know you can and can't do. Uh, you know, just, just, you know, we went out grocery shopping today, but we can't get a haircut. You know, what's, what's going on with all that, and what do you think about that? Yeah, well, on it, well, a lot of the things are being closed down because they're not considered essential, and I mean that kind of defi- depends on what you define as essential because they're the obvious things like um, record shops, just, just places that you would never really need to go to. But then places like Starbucks are able to still be open because, like, they sell food when in reality you, can, you should probably just be getting food from the grocery store. And then other places, and then you can't, like, get a haircut, but wouldn't you say, well, I would say that getting a haircut is probably more essential than going to Starbucks. So it, it kind of depends on what you define as essential. Yeah, I think that some of that has to do with the, uh, the exposure, you know, risk. If you're just going through the drive through at Starbucks, your exposure risk is fairly low. Um, salons can be, you know, full of people. A lot of things are happening. Close quarters, you're getting your hair cut for an extended period of time by somebody. So some of it does make sense, I would, I would say, don't you think? Yeah, some of it does make sense. But a lot of it, de- a lot of it does depend on what we define as essential. Yeah, liquor stores still open, selling in liquor. We have dispensaries here in Oregon yeah. and Washington. We're on the border, so mm-hmm. uh, both of those are still fully operational. Uh, we have an adult store in town that people are angry that it's uh, been considered essential. So uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it, it really just depends because some people might think might get most of their food at Starbucks. Uh, not encouraging that, but then like. Uh, yeah, it honestly just depends on what people are considering essential. Uh, yeah. All right. The other thing that we were chatting about a little bit was uh, the uh, uh, the CDC came out with guidelines uh, early on in, in this uh, pandemic situation that, you know, masks weren't useful and they definitely didn't recommend using them. And now it's kind of come out that they knew the whole time that masks were very beneficial, but they were trying to avoid um, having a run on the uh, the supplies so that that medical people uh, could uh, uh, use it. But you know the the question that everybody's asking is: Is it okay for a government agency who's paid by the public to control disease? to lie essentially to try to protect healthcare workers. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know what your take is. Well, here's the thing. It's, I would have really, it would have been better if they would have simply done something like, hey, these masks need to be um, specifically for healthcare providers. Uh, please don't be trying to stockpile your house full of N95 masks. But when they lie, not only do they break the trust of the public, it also makes it harder for people to follow the guidelines now because now people are like, oh, well, you said not to do this, but now you're saying to do, but now you're saying that this is okay. How can I, 
how can I believe what you're saying? And people might just take matters into their own hands and do what they think is right and not be very educated on it. So. Yeah, I agree. You know, they have the social distancing guidelines and everything else that I think makes logical sense. So I'm not debating that. But yeah, I agree with you. When you have an agency, instead of being honest and saying, hey, this is what we need to do, coming up with uh, and disseminating false information is uh, is not a good thing, especially when it's a government agency. They're paid to, to protect us, right? Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't okay to do that. I think... Now the public opinion is now against them, and now people might be going against the CDC. And they said not to uh, not to cover your face with homemade masks, and now they're saying cover your face with anything. So it's kind of kind of back and forth. So. Yeah, they were saying uh, before that 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 was definitely not recommended because they were. Uh, their reasoning early on was that it would give people a false sense of security and that those masks would harbor more germs and do more harm than good. And and a very short period of time has passed uh, where they've totally went the opposite direction on that. Do you think it was a mistake or do you think they didn't, they were trying to control hysteria um, or, you know, if they would have put out a guideline where people make their own masks, they would say, hey, I'm not going to make my own mask. I'll just go buy one. And, and that's why they did that. What do you think? Well, you know, I think they thought that uh, not making your own mask would be uh, beneficial because it would give people a false sense of security. But now they're seeing, now that I think they're seeing the numbers rise, I think they're saying, oh, well, I think now it's just cover your face and not get sick at all costs. Yeah. I think now it's more of don't get sick more than don't panic. Well, the masks really, the benefit are for everybody who's around the person with the mask. Uh, They're saying that the mask helps uh, stop the spread because the person wearing the mask won't won't spread. Not necessarily Mm -hmm. that wearing a mask will help you. Um, So it's really wear a mask to protect yourself from everybody else. Yeah, uh, we also have some uh, some government officials that people are saying that uh, should resign because they were uh, telling, giving people a false sense of security. Like Nancy Pelosi, when the whole pan- pan- pandemic started, said uh, to go on with your normal lives and to not let this affect you and don't panic. And now we see that that is terrible advice and that could have actually increased the spread of the virus. And people are uh, saying that she should resign. Yeah, I've heard that too. It's it's a you know it's a fine line. You don't know what people's motives were, but yeah, there's there is a growing uh, crowd that's saying that she should resign, as, as as well as a few others who took advantage of maybe some insider trading with the stock market, who was privy to some information based on being in in Congress. So um, yeah, that's uh, some some. Uh, little bit of a crazy situation so how are things going with you and school and what are what are, what is going on with your life what's changed recently with you and 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 school well teachers now realizing that we probably aren't going to be going back to school for the rest of the year have started posting assignments online it's actually pretty laid back i would say only get like two assignments a day and i have like two weeks to do each of them so it's it's extremely relaxed but it's uh you know it's good that they're at least um putting something out because we can't really have a school discontinue for so long 
So are you thinking, based on what you're hearing, that you're probably not going back to school this year? No, I don't think so. The the pandemic is is getting worse and worse, and it's 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 harder and harder to see coming back to school this year as a reality. And I think we definitely need online schooling right now because if if we have this and then we have summer vacation, assuming that we don't go back to school early, it would have been it will be six months of uh, at least here of just of no school and. and that can really affect a lot of people that don't have access to homeschooling resources. Yeah, that's a tough situation. And then all the sports and extracurricular activities have been interrupted. So it's uh, it's been a little tough. What else have you noticed that you think is kind of weird? Or uh, One thing I'll, I'll share that I've kind of noticed is, you know, when I'm watching TV or even an old movie and I see people you know embrace or bump into each other on the street I, I find it odd already i'm already like whoa you gotta stay apart from each other because you know when we're at the grocery store there's squares to check out and and screens in between you and the and the uh the uh cashier so you you know you have a clear piece of plastic it's just kind of crazy anything you've noticed that any changes in yourself or your environment um, yeah, like you said at the grocery store, I haven't actually been supposed to be going to the grocery store. This is the first time I've been in a while because, um, my, uh, my mom has been saying, oh, don't go in the store because it's a, it's a lot, there's a lot of people, so you, it's, it would, there's a chance you might get the virus, so I haven't been going in the grocery store very much, but we went, actually went in today to get some supplies, and, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy, um, yeah, you see a lot of people wearing things from bandanas to N95 masks. So, uh, yeah, that, that was actually kind of surprising to me because I, I never, as growing up right now, you know, I've never really experienced anything like the virus. So it's kind of just it's shocking to believe. Um, also, you know, the break is, the break from school is, has its ups, but it also has its downs. Like, I can't really go anywhere that I would want to go because it's extremely frowned upon in our community and we already have some cases uh in our uh, in our area so yeah it's kind of interesting to you know I've been reading about a lot of stuff going on too and and you know everybody's going through a little bit of a different scenario or not everybody but a lot of people uh you know New York is heavily impacted in fact our state is sending ventilators to New York Washington I heard who has been heavily impacted is sending ventilators to New York. So, you know, I don't know if if we're behind um, and then they'll send them back and, and they think this will eventually come out this way or if we were, you know, the way our way of life out west here, we'll live a little more spread out if that helps and we're actually not going to be as bad. Who knows? But again, it's so much conflicting information all the time. Um, conflicting in who's essential you know you're an adult store worker that's got to be essential but you know other places are closed down appliance some appliance stores but you can go to home depot but you can't get a haircut it's just crazy it's just weird uh so understanding and then the information changing you know just like we talked about the cdc guidelines all the time just changing it's just tough to even figure out what to do yeah, there's a lot of different uh, sources telling you to do a lot of different things. So make sure to be doing your research. 
on uh, on what's going on. That's probably really important right now. Ton of misinformation, don't you think? And mm-hmm. like rumors. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors and fake information. A lot of um, media sites trying to get those clicks. You know, I don't think a lot of people uh, in the media really uh, understand the effects that you can have with misinformation, especially with something this serious. Uh, people could be doing things they're not supposed to do because they read an article full of false information. Yeah, what, what, what I've noticed is a lot of uh, false information is being, being spread by, uh, like, just headlines, you know? Yeah. Like, clickbait headlines that, that the story doesn't even say what the headline says, but but then people just say, you know, I know some people have been playing pranks about, hey, you know, they're going to repeat kids in this yeah you tried to get me to believe that one i remember you texted the article to mom it had a picture of it looked really legit had a picture of the uh governor on it Mm -hmm. and it uh said governor says that kids might have to repeat school next their current grade next year Uh, i i searched it up found out that it was fake that one kind of scared me a little bit right but you believed it right yeah and then a lot of people around uh, my work and everything were were had had seen that same headline, didn't read the story, and then they were just saying, "Hey, I read that this was true online." So it was it was actually a powerful example about how those clickbait headlines can you know disseminate information because people like just read that headline, you know, Governor of Oregon says kids to repeat current grade if school doesn't go back, then yeah. Yeah, misinformation is powerful. People can get lazy and only look at headlines of articles and get freaked out and not even read the entire article. Uh, but you know they, they're they're doing it just to get uh, clicks and and uh, click uh, so and reads and stuff. But no, I don't think they really understand the gravity of what's of what that can do. Yeah. So the the one thing that I wanted to do differently. On this one, um, on this podcast, than what maybe some other are going on is there, or even on the news. So uh, I have some notes here that the there's a lot of you know stuff that's going on that's wrong and is upsetting and, and unnerving and all that. But is there anything good that's come out of this? Out of the virus? Yeah, like this whole scenario, like people staying home and and uh, you know just this problem, this this world problem that we have now you know where we can uh, problems sometimes separate people but you can say like hey as an entire globe we're going we're all going through this yeah i think we're all kind of banding together i think during uh major crises um you know you look at some of the worst events in human history and you see that people really try and forget their differences as band together like you see um you see people uh, like getting groceries for old people, older people that can't leave their homes because they're more um, vulnerable to the virus. You see communities coming together to just you know help with the spread and you know I think I think we're all learning a lot from this from a generation that hasn't seen many problems. I think I think we're, we're learning a lot. Yeah, and you know people are coming up with a lot of cool and creative ways to even get together and maybe realizing how important the uh, in passing acquaintance and the hello to the barista or you know the same people that we don't have 
uniquely close relationships with but still are a part of our lives day to day and we don't realize how much we miss that just that minor social interaction until we're stuck with just our family and you know we care about each other our family does but man there's only so many so much time you can spend with your own family all yeah the time. you eventually start to go crazy um yeah i think people are really starting to realize um how how much um conversation with somebody is worth like uh my uh i think my mom went out and with uh leslie's mm, yeah yeah uh we'll call it we'll just say leslie um one of my mom's uh friends uh she organized a thing with a couple of people to uh to park cars next to each other and talk uh through their cars so that they could see each other and communicate without um like endangering themselves yeah it was like a social distancing potluck or something yeah it was yeah. it was it was cool like they i don't think they even got out of their cars they were just chilling in there yeah like, and like opened their windows and their hatches and yeah yeah you know people are starting to get desperate and are starting to realize that talking with people is actually really important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah lot of interesting things going on well i don't really have anything else uh to go over no yeah i think uh it's been a pretty good episode uh nice to nice to talk if you're if you're out there make sure that you're educating yourselves and uh staying up to date on what's going on right until next time thanks for tuning in all right this is the nna podcast the nna podcast